Hello. Welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast, following along with the Mariner's Church Annual Read. There is unlimited grace for us today, no matter what happens, because of who Jesus is and what He has done. I am Inez Franklin, your host for today. Today we're reading from Proverbs 29, verse 7. The righteous care about justice for the poor but the wicked have no such concern. The Proverbs have a lot to say about justice. You probably have already noticed this. If we did nothing else but allow these powerful truths to soak into our hearts, we would be all better people. And from time to time, the Proverbs call us to care for the poor, to, to use our resources wisely, and to use wisdom as we care for others, just as today's. As the Kellers point out, Today's proverb requires even more. We are to care for the poor, not just in emotion or nice thoughts. It's not just to have a mental awareness of the needs of the poor, which a few weeks ago we talked about. Rather, we are to exhaustively research, investigate, dig deep to know the claims and the needs of the poor. What are their opportunities, their struggles, their complaints, their pains, their hopes, and their challenges? To not know such depth is equated to wickedness in today's Proverbs. Yikes. The Hebrew word for poor is dalim. It's a word rooted in what that which means little, few, low, powerless. Let's face it, we're all obsessed with the powerful, the big, the grand, the fantastic, and huge. And we're not alone. I mean, keep in mind that people in the past built huge pyramids and statues and huge palaces and cities in high mountains. The human thirst for more, the pride and the hearts on display, they're now relics that we go visit on vacation. And we're still in awe of the huge, big, and grand nature of them all. For us today, social media reveals this human flaw in our hearts. We're exposed by our desire for more followers and likes and comments and shares. And all along, We're being chased by advertisers who want us to want more, to buy more, to have more. This deep hunger for the bigger, better thing. And we run from platform to platform. Listen, we've been through all the different social media platforms. MySpace, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Twitter, Clubhouse, you name it. It doesn't matter what the new thing is. Arch search is the same. We're looking for that big thing that will entertain us. Make us feel good, while at the same time, making ourselves feel bigger. You know, the strange thing about this is that we humans create great things. Even if our heart's motivation is twisted, we do have the creative capacity given to us by our creator to make us make beautiful things, make intricate, magnificent structures and technologies. We are talented people created in God's image. This to say that if we put the same energy towards understanding, investigating, and caring for the needs of the poor, I'm sure we could help solve their problems. We could come alongside of those who are oppressed, denied access to fundamental needs, struggling to put food on the table or take care of their children, and we can help them grow in independence and more freedom. And the irony is that we all can, but only a few do. And sure, lots of people give generously towards the needs of the poor, but few work at understanding their needs. So many of us give sporadically or we give 
an item here and there, and that doesn't really solve a problem. Actually, sometimes giving stuff isn't really the solution. We have to get to understand their needs. Years ago, we met a Peruvian man, Jim and I, who needed a wheelchair. We were involved with the free wheelchair mission, and we got to travel to Peru and visit his home and bring him a wheelchair. It was such a joyful experience to see him go from a person who couldn't go anywhere, basically stuck at home, to having mobility and having the ability to go visit his friends and neighbors. Well, he has such an incredible heart that we uh, really fell in love with him. And we wanted to invite him to come to California and meet the people who donate towards the wheelchairs. We usually would bring someone every year from another part of the world so that the people who had resources could see the story, see the life change that occurs when you give the gift of the wheelchair. And so we invited him to come. And when he came, we hosted him in our homes and we took him all over Orange County to show him all the great places, including Disneyland. And the night before he was to go home, we had a little dinner and at Mimi's Cafe, as I remember specifically. And I was sitting next to him and we're all peppering with questions like, what was the most amazing thing you experienced? What did you enjoy the most? How was Disneyland, et cetera? And he kept changing the subject and telling us how excited he was to go back home to Peru to be with his family and to make dinner with them. And in, in Peru, they love to eat what's called kui, which is um, basically a guinea pig that they enjoy eating. In fact, uh, the name comes from the sound that the animal makes. And, and listen, I, some of us might think, oh, that sounds gross. But listen, in Peru, way before the European co colonizers introduced other meats like chicken, pigs, or cows, people who lived in the Andes, they ate guinea pigs as a traditional important source of protein. Listen, this was a matter of survival. It was eating by the nobles and the poor. It, it's a staple of Peruvian food. And he could not wait to go home and eat it. And not only that, but use his wheelchair to go and be with his community. And I can't remember his name, which, oh, it just so kills me. As I was writing this um, message today, I was like, really? How can I not remember his name? But I never forget the lesson he taught me. He challenged me then. And he, and he challenged me then to see that he had problems, he had challenges to live with, but he also had a great deal of joy. And in order for me to understand how to really help him, obviously the wheelchair was a huge help, but really, if I really cared to help him, taking him to Disneyland wasn't necessarily it. Not even bringing him to the U.S. Like, I got to get to know, I mean, he loves his community, he loves his culture, he loves his friends, and how do we help him? in his context. And we realize sometimes we think we have the better answer, but we don't. We need to get to know them. And I think that's what the proverb is trying to challenge us today. So I'm challenged. Not that I want to make myself righteous by the things that I do, because really there's nothing we can do that doesn't some form kind of increase in us a level of pride in our hearts. But because I want to do as Jesus did in gratitude for all he has done for me. And because getting to understand the needs of the poor teaches me much about my own needs, what I really need, what really matters. And so let me pray for us today that we would seek opportunities to learn, to investigate, to understand, and to dig beneath the surface when we meet our brothers and sisters who on surface seem like they just need one thing, but they really need us to walk alongside of them in all of their needs. Let me pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for today's 
important reminder that Lord, um, you care, you care deeply for the needs of the poor. You, you seek uh, us to understand, to care by way of researching and asking questions and being present and really becoming intimately knowledgeable about the needs of those who have less. And Lord, um, there's much for us to learn there as well. It's not just so that we can care for them better, but it's also because we learn. And Father, I do believe that as we investigate and we get to understand, there's much that we would do differently than the way that we're doing it now. So Lord, would you give us a passion to understand? Would you provide for us the resources? Um, Like where to go? Where to go to learn? And the people. Would you give us the questions to ask? And most importantly, would you give us a posture of listening that we might hear well and that we might learn before we act? We thank you, Lord, for this great reminder. We praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks so much for allowing us to be a part of your day. Please be sure to subscribe and share. You can tune in tomorrow for fresh new content. And remember, no matter what happens, there is unlimited grace for us today because of who Jesus is and what he has done. For questions about service times and more, you can access all information about Mariner's Church by downloading the Mariner's app at your favorite app store, visiting the website at marinerschurch.org, or by finding us on Instagram, Instagram handle Mariner's Church. Till next time, have a great day.